everybody, welcome back to Entertainment Talk Video Game Reviews, it is Entertainment Talk's podcast for reviewing video games, I'm your host Matthew, and uh, today I'm back to talk about Metro Exodus. Uh, it's the third installment in the Metro series, you've got Metro 2033 and Metro Last Light, uh, and there is of course also the uh, collection of the games called Metro Redux, um, I think they're called, uh, which you can get for PlayStation 4 and Xbox One. Um, I'll keep this spoiler free and then talk... Uh, a little bit about spoilers um, although the game has a good and a bad ending um, but this is mainly a game that's focused on not survival horror but almost like survival action uh, and there is a plot here there is characters here and they are they do become quite meaningful but uh, for the most part I'm going to be sticking to uh, you know spoiler free stuff uh, so I will do spoilers at the end but only really talking about the events that go through the game which can have either one or or the other outcome. Um, I think Metro Exodus is this strange mix of beautiful, excellent gameplay, uh, average gameplay, and then just really ugly, terrible gameplay. Um, and yeah, it 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 really kind of can just switch from one one of those to the next it can go from being like okay you see this guy on a bridge and you want to take him out and you've got your crossbow thing and you go up to him and you take him out and you do it and it looks really good and all that kind of stuff and then there's moments where like um you want to stealthily kill someone and like they spot you before you should have or you or you accidentally went into the door instead of going near them and then the result, as a result, you don't get the prompt to stab the guy, uh, that sort of thing. Um, and that stuff can be really, I'll describe it as ugly, it can be really quite terrible. Uh, and then there's other parts in the game where, like, um, it's interesting because I think this game has some lighting problems, but also in other aspects of the game it doesn't at all. Um, and most, it's interesting I say that because, uh, you essentially you have your your flashlight and every now and then you have to use the pump to give your flashlight more power and then it, it the game will warn you like hey your your light is dying um press and hold the left button on the d-pad and then use the right trigger or r2 whatever i played this on playstation uh or press r2 rapidly to like pump the thing back up get all the power back into the uh flashlight but even in some situations where it's like pitch black, you need your flashlight, that kind of stuff, I still think it can be a bit difficult to navigate. And some of that I think is a little bit intentional for like the horror aspect or the... Because yeah, it really blends survival horror and survival action in some senses because uh, in some parts of the game, um, you'll be going through like a swamp or something and uh, what's it? Like, it will be really, really darkly lit. And in the next two minutes of a scene that you go through, there might not be any enemies. But you'll hear, like, footsteps or little squibs or little squashy stuff and all that. You know, like, swamp sort of stuff. You'll hear, like, a monster moaning or howling or something like that. And uh, you'll be slowly kind of walking through and you'll have your weapon ready. You'll be fully reloaded, whatever. Um... And you, you, you pump your flashlight to make sure it's got full power. You'll turn that on and there'll actually be nothing there. And then there's other situations where like the same thing will happen. And um, 
what's it like a monster a few feet in front of you where there's a turning you'll see a monster like quickly go past the door and it will have not jump scares in that way because jump scare is when something comes out and jumps at you and it makes you scared this is more like hey there's a monster around here somewhere you don't know where it is exactly or where it's gonna come out from but it's here and you can see it moving about you can hear it moving about and like uh, okay you turn this corner is it behind there is it actually going to come out from behind you that sort of thing um and it's interesting as well where this game blends um attacks that are scripted and a part of cutscenes and a character will come over and like shoot uh shoot the enemy and uh will kind of save you and other scenes where um what's it you'll be thrown into a situation like okay in gameplay wise i can't survive this and then you'll be surprised and then artyom uh will be like thrown somewhere else like to a platform he can stand up on um and then he'll get up and you'll have your weapon in front of you but okay this is a bit i need to like you know this is a gameplay survival situation instead of a plot situation um and this game's got this like risk reward system of kind of relief as well where uh like you'll do a horror bit and you'll like almost run out of ammo but not quite you'll have like three shotgun shells left and two bullets um and maybe like one health pack and you'll have like a minute left on your gas mask thing and then like you'll get to a cutscene and then you'll be like okay i'm safe you're in a or, or, i say a cutscene it's more like you in first person and the character is talking and like either your weapon is put away or it's not and uh uh, yeah, you, you'll you basically be put into there where, like, you're not in control of Artyom anymore, and you know you're safe. Like, maybe you're back on the train, maybe you've just met up with a character in another situation. Um, I also think that this game's got some absurd, um, how's the best way to describe it? Like, hey, Artyom, us two will come with you to this place to get this thing. You'll get there, and then they'll go, hey, we'll guard the door, and then the other person will go in this place, and then, hey, can you go on your own to this bit to uh get something and then it will the game will throw into a lot of situations where uh like oh i'm with a group i'm safe and they're like hey we got here now you need to go off on your own for whatever reason and go and yeah go off into this thing you'll probably have some stuff to fight good luck um and uh, it can get a bit annoying sometimes and you can often see like oh you know I fell down a hole somewhere and okay this is the plot reason for me needing to be on my own in the gameplay side of things uh, and sometimes interestingly that doesn't happen sometimes you'll be with a character and you'll actually be fighting with them that only happened on I think three occasions though and it didn't happen for, for very long so I thought that was kind of interesting as well um, there was the, there was one if I'm gonna stick on that bit for a little for a minute as well there was one bit that artium is told to go and do and i found it absurd um it's when you're told to go to like a lighthouse or something it's when your train is in the middle of the first act of the game and you're going back and forth between that guy's house that you meet and he's got the uh, zip zip wire <coughs> that you use for the first time and then you'll go to him and then uh, he'll come back to the group, he'll say, oh, I've got this weapon for you, whatever. And then, uh, I think it's Miller, Anna's dad. He'll say, hey, Artyom, we need you to go over to this building to get this thing. There'll be some monsters and some bandits. And uh, we need you to just go over there and see this guy. But then on your way, you'll meet this other person. And uh, there's, what, ten people in your group? Like, all of you, all together? And um, 
what's it like as you're leaving you're, you 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 get your weapons ready and everything like that you you sort out your ammo and stuff um and then it'll get the game will have this situation where uh yeah you, you'll walk past, walk past all the characters and they'll basic they're basically what they're doing is tapping you on the shoulder and going all right good luck artyom see you in a bit and then as you're walking away and you realize okay the the group is sending me out on my own in this like wasteland full of monsters and bandits and creatures and flying bird things and all sorts of things and then like i as i was walking away and there was two other guys and like hey artyom see you later good luck that sort of thing um i walked a bit further and i looked back and i was like really because, like, all, all of you, not one of you is going to come with me and, like, a bit of backup or something. I found that just to be absurd and silly. Um, this game also does have a lot of moments of triumph, triumph as well, though. Like, when you do um, complete a little piece of a mission, you meet back up with your group and you... It's essentially that thing of, like, hey, you made it through this difficult section of fighting these monsters, fighting these bandits, whoever you have to fight, and... Um, you completed it, you're back with your group, you you get in a car, you're usually not attacked in a car, uh, unless it's bandit shooting. As long as you're driving, you're pretty much okay. Um, like, a, a good example is, uh, what's it, when uh, you get the train from that uh, place, and you have to, like, sort it out, and you, you get, once you get in the train, and you're driving, and then you sort out the bandits, and you, you uh, turn the, the train back around, and you drive the other way. Once you get on that train and you're driving away, you can see other monsters in the distance or, and stuff like that. But that's a big moment of like, hey, you just did this big set piece where like you have to fight a bunch of monsters and some bandits and stuff like that. You're back in your vehicle, you're on your way to your group. Something might come up to you, but it's very unlikely they will attack you, specifically in that train section. Um, and like, specifically when uh, you'll go back to your group on foot and they'll be in the train. Um... It's like, okay, the train's just over there. Surely no monsters are going to attack. And it's like, you meet back up with your group. I think that's a really good sort of moment of, of like, victory for the player as well. Uh, Alright, let's take a quick break here. Today's sponsor is Kirsty Legister's Juice Plus. If you would like to get help with trying to lose weight, this might just be the solution that you're looking for. With a range of products that include shakes, boosters, capsules and more get started today all you need to do is click on the kirsty legisters juice plus link in your show notes or description on itunes or on the website go over to her facebook profile send her a facebook message and get started with the program today Today's second sponsor is Kualu. If you'd like to get started with a domain name and a website today, just click on the link in the show notes and that will take you over to Kualu to get started. They also have a live support chat system that you can use, which is in the bottom right hand corner. So get started with a new website and domain name today with Kualu. Hey everybody, if you would like to get the ad-free versions of all of our podcasts and support entertainment talk along the way, all you need to do is head over to patreon.com forward slash entertainment talk. Sign up either as a creator or as a Patreon. There's no difference there. That's just the option for either becoming a creator now or just staying as a patron for the moment. And then all you need to do is support us at the $1 level tier. That will get you access to all of the ad-free podcasts that we've done in the past. 
and get you access to all the ad-free podcasts in that month as well. So it's a great way to support us on Entertainment Talk and to get rid of the ads and get your ad-free podcasts. As always, thank you very much for listening. Back to the show. Okay, so recently on Entertainment Talk, The Walking Dead has come back for the second half of Season 9, so we're continuing coverage for that. Coverage continues tomorrow on Wednesdays. Uh, That's also what it says on the schedule. Uh, True Detective is still continuing. It had its penultimate episode this week for Season 3. And it will have its season finale next week. And uh, in next week's podcast, I'll also be talking about um, some of the plans that they've teased for... uh, for season four, which should uh, sound quite interesting as well, um, I also did return to do a um, episode before the break uh, for Black Lightning um, for season two, episode thirteen, r- roughly episodes eleven to thirteen ish. Uh, it's going on another break. It's back March the fourth, um, and then I think March eleventh, the week after, for the UK on on Netflix. It comes back the week the week after, uh, and it will only have three episodes left. So I'll basically we uh, let those. That those uh, next three episodes go, so 14, 15, 16, and then I'll come back and wrap everything up for the uh, season finale, so that should be interesting as well. Um, the other DC shows do come back soon as well, so we'll be um, reviewing those when those come back as well, uh, which will be for Flash, Arrow, and Legends of Tomorrow, and Robert is going to be joining me for those. Uh, random gaming talk last week we had episode 149, we uh, podcasted as we watched the Nintendo Direct. Uh, so you guys can watch the Nintendo Direct as well. It's on Nintendo's YouTube channel. It was about 35 minutes or so of you know information about upcoming Switch games, and we watched it and podcasted and told you what we thought of the Direct as we watched it and slightly after as well. Um, we also talked about some other stuff as well. And uh, yes, episode 150 is going to be this week, so that should be pretty good to do as well. We've got some stuff planned for it. Obviously, I won't tell you guys what that stuff's going to be, but that should be pretty fun as well. Uh, PlayStation VR stuff. I uh, the the last of the scheduled posted uh, scheduled um, PlayStation VR posts is now out there. So there's three different posts uh, for videos. There's about twelve videos in total, I think, maybe twelve or thirteen. Uh, no spoilers in any of them. It's just like uh, the VR World stuff, Tumble, um, Astrobot, and uh, Headmaster. Those sorts of things as well. Actually, I don't think Headmaster's in there. No, I don't think I recorded Headmaster. Um, but speaking of Headmaster, I did also review that last week. That's the PlayStation VR game, the football thing. Uh, no spoilers in there either. It's just, you know, a bunch of PSVR games. So uh, no spoilers to be to be ruined there or to be had there. Uh, last week as well, I reviewed um, two films. Alita Battle Angel, which was entirely spoiler-free. Um, and Happy Death Day to You, which is split spoiler-free and spoilers. Uh, so those were fun to do as well. I don't know when I'm going to be able to see Escape Room or when the showing, next showings will be for, for those. Uh, I will continue to look at the uh, upcoming schedules for those when those change as well. Um, and of course, once I see the film, I'll uh, review it. And then you guys can find out what I think of Escape Room. That's the 2019 film, by the way, not the 2017 one that's on Netflix. Just for the sake of, like completing that I I guess or checking the other one out I might check the other one out anyway just to see what that's like and I might do a review for that but we'll, we'll see uh, we've got a lot of stuff going on kind of at the moment as well so I, I, I'll see when I can review that film and um, 
yeah, I should have a review out for that when I see that. Uh, Trials Rising is out next week on the 26th. It's out for Switch, I assume Steam or PC and Xbox One and PS4. I'll be getting the game on PS4 and I'll be doing, I will do a first impressions video for that game. And uh, it will be very, very good to jump back in, into that. It looks like they're going back on the right path with that series. And I'm really excited to finally have a good Trials game. <clears throat> I believe there's a beta this weekend, uh, or the 21st to the 25th, I think. Which is, uh, the 21st is on Thursday, yeah, 21st is on Thursday, up until the, uh, the day before the release of the game. Um, if I can get access to that, I might stream that, and that could be actually, actually be my first impressions. But we'll see what happens with that, but the game will be out on the, uh, 26th for the Tuesday, and, uh, obviously first impressions and review will be coming out for that as well. Uh, so I'm very excited for that. Um, and yeah, that's roughly what we've got going on at the moment on entertainmenttalk.org. Um, I always forget, uh, Star Trek is on Fridays as well. I've been continuing my coverage for Season 2 for that. So that has been very good as well. And that's what's happening on entertainmenttalk.org or on the podcast platform of your choice. Alright, let's get back to Metro Exodus. Um, so yeah, this game's really just got a strange mix of... And a bit of an unbalanced mix, if I'm being honest, of like really her- heroic... Not heroic, sorry. Really, like, excellent, um, rewarding moments of, like, you completed this bit and that kind of stuff and you're back to your group. But then other bits of, like, okay, there's eight different zombie things chasing me. I'm running out of ammo. I've got two shotgun shells left and nothing else. Um, I can't see. I don't know where to go. And, like, you end up just dying. I died maybe, I want to say three times. Maybe twice. I think I died twice from normal injuries. Uh, you know, like b- being attacked and stuff. Because I just got overwhelmed and had no ammo and stuff. I think I died twice. Um, and then I died like three other times. But that was from falling off ledges of like... Am I supposed to jump down here? Is there another way around this? Is there going to be more monsters where I'm going? Because I want to get to the next checkpoint because I'm running out of ammo. Uh, and by the way, I did play this game on easy and I don't recommend playing it on anything higher because I had enough of a challenge. But if you sure, if you want more of a challenge and you think you're like really good or whatever, um, or you, you want a big challenge maybe, uh, then go for medium or hard. But I wouldn't recommend anything higher than hard because otherwise you're going to be playing this game for like a week or two or something. Um, but yeah, it was just a case of like, okay, I can see there's a few steps that I could jump down to get to this thing, but like, um, I didn't realise I was too high, or there was actually a few cases where like, okay, I can jump down this little cliff here, and like, walk towards this boat that I'm clearly supposed to go to, and then I would like, Artyom would sort of walk forward and like, slip forward a little bit, not, not, like, not slip over, because you can't do that in this game, but like, he would jump and then like where where I've landed with him he'll like slip forward slightly and then he'll just fly down the flight of step flight of the the mountain thing or whatever and um he'll get injured and he'll die uh, so I thought that was a little bit annoying at times as well um I think the map uh idea behind this game is is actually quite challenging because it's like hey you're here you can see some mountains and grass this is where you are right now and this is where you need to go it doesn't like you don't have like a waypoint on the floor uh like a gta or something and it's like hey turn right here turn left here go up here go down here that sort of thing it's very much of like okay this thing is kind of over here and maybe you do have like a road in front of you or wherever the, that you can go to and it's like okay this thing's clearly straight ahead here or left here that sort of thing um, but sometimes you'll come across like mountains and doors that are locked and stuff. 
and uh, I do think they actually balance that quite well of like okay uh, do I go through this door or this door check him up okay I'll go through this door to see what's in there and maybe there's just supplies in there and I thought that was really good um, and this this game also did in terms of like navigation I suppose it did give you a lot of rewards of like hey you've gone up this set of stairs there's a little corridor down here to the left there's a door in front of you but you're actually supposed to go left but hey if you look in this room there's actually some ammo and some stuff in there and then down on the right there's like a dead body that you can pick up old ammo from i did find that quite rewarding as well because i could have just like if you're speed running through this game or rushing through this game for whatever reason and you go up those stairs you just sprint left you're going to miss all that stuff and you might like run out of ammo and that um and there was I think there was only one occasion where I fully ran out of ammo, but I think in the in the section that I was in, um, I was supposed to be doing more running than walking. There is certain sections in this as well where I was like, okay, don't stop and shoot everything. Shoot some things that are in your way, but like, okay, you should just run forward here and then like press and hold square. Make sure you get through the door. Once you've once you've triggered the uh, press and hold square to get through the door you know you're safe because then if you get attacked by something at that point while he's going through the door you know it's pretty much scripted like if a gorilla or something comes through the door and it like holds Artyom up and throws him or something uh, I thought that was quite good as well um what else is there to talk about uh but yeah I, I yeah I, I I did like Metro Exodus and um I do th- I do think the last like hour or so is maybe a bit too long um but I'll, I'll admit, like, when, once you come across that gorilla and you think, like, oh, this is going to be a situation where, uh, what's his name, Miller or whatever his name is, um, this gorilla's about to kill um, Artyom and he's going to come up and, like, kill it or whatever. Um, and then it'd be like, no, you're going to get up in a minute and your gun will come up and you'll realise you'll have to kill this thing. I thought that was quite good as well. I, I liked as well with um, you know, the two bear fights that you have I thought were quite good. And then there's the bits later with the... Uh, the gorillas that are blind i'm pretty sure they're blind but like you sound quite a bit and at that point i was like okay i have five grenades on me i'm not gonna I, i'm not that sort of panic gamer usually where i'm like okay throw all five grenades when you only need like one um <clears throat> but uh i threw like the one grenade it like blew, uh, blew him up and i was like okay that's like i've been rewarded a little bit from that as well um but then, like, it gets slightly more challenging because the, the the gorillas pop up a little bit more. And there's the bit right to the end of that section where, um, what's it? When there's two of them and I was like, oh, my God, I just need to get out of here. RTM is, like, hallucinating and he's dying and I'm running out of uh, the, the, the gas um, tank stuff. And, uh, you know, I've got, I've got, I had four medikits still on me, so I wasn't worried about my health as much. Um... But like I was slowly running out of ammo. I had some special rounds of some stuff left, like the explosive bolts. Uh, I used all of them as well and everything. Uh, and I came out of that fight and had like two shells left, like twenty bullets maybe, um, and that kind of thing. Uh, but like I was like, okay, great. There's two gorillas here. Like, am I gonna make it out of this? But I thought I, I was. Re- I once I knew I'd killed those things. I was like, okay, just activate this electrical thing, go up the stairs, and go. Uh, I thought that was that was quite well done as well. Um, uh, so yeah, that's all really from the from the gameplay play uh, sort of side of stuff. Um, but yeah, I felt like Metro rewarded me in in situations that I kind of deserved it. It also punished me for the stuff that I actually did wrong. Like, um, hey, there's a building here of twenty guys. Do try and be stealthy. And I was like, 
Okay, I'm just going to shoot this guy, and then it turned into a, into a gunfight. Um, I found fighting the bandits, if you want to call them that, uh, quite rewarding at a lot of different points. So I thought that was really well done as well. Um, and uh, yeah, I found that that quite satisfying to sort of fight those, and and they were like a little bit easier as well, but still kind of a bit of challenge, and like if you messed up and stuff. Uh, what my favourite section of the game was, uh, what's it, it's just after you get the crossbow and you're walking through the, uh, what's it, that little, it's not like a house, it's, um, it's like a bunch of different parts, it's like these little shacks and stuff, and, uh, there's a load of guys everywhere and you're like, okay, if I alert these guys, I'm gonna have, like, a lot of people on me, and just that method of, like, slowly going through, Okay, can I hit this guy? Am I sure? Uh, and like, sure, he's auto-targeted him, but is it actually going to hit him? Is it going to hit, like, the piece of wood that he's standing next to? And like, if you miss, he's going to be alerted and that sort of stuff. Um, and that idea of, like, um, going through and, like, picking guys off and, like, getting your, your bolts back and then, um, like, waiting for certain guys to pass and that kind of stuff. I thought that was all done done really well. Um, but yeah, there there is still some certain, like, ugly situations where it's like, okay, I can't see, I don't know what I'm doing, and, like, you know, you, you do get quite lost and stuff, but, um, as I've completed Metro Exodus, I feel very rewarded, and I've seen the story through, and know who lives or dies, that kind of stuff, I'm going to talk about that in a minute. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's, it's one of the satisfying thing, things where, like, hey, the credits have actually come up, you've got no more mutants or any gorillas or anything like that to fight, um, I found the, and speaking of fights, I know that I glossed over this a little bit, but the bear fight, I, I really enjoyed, uh, doing that, and that reward of, like, uh, what's it with the first fight, because you fight him twice, don't you, that first fight of, like, okay, I'm shooting him with a bunch of bolts and shotgun, uh, shells and, like, grenades and stuff, and you start to notice he slows down, and I'm like, oh, okay, like a good feeling of progression it's like okay I, I am actually doing damage to this thing and sure he's a bit of a bullet sponge he's this massive like beast thing or whatever he is uh, like a bear sorry um, and it's like okay I can kill this thing then but like it's going to be difficult um, and like if you just blast like all of your assault rifle ammo at him and then like you miss some rounds and stuff you will fail it um, and like also the technique is like okay he's charging at you what are you going to do and you can kind of outrun him a bit and like you can get hit slightly but sort of recover it from it slightly um, yeah I, I found that fight very rewarding as well so I thought that was really good um, and yeah that's my spoiler free thoughts on um, on uh, Metro Exodus um, I don't know if it's really a spoiler necessarily because um I'm going to go into it. If you guys really want to avoid this, I'd, I'd say leave now. But there's not, like, massive spoilery stuff here. I'm going to talk about one of the plot points, but talk about my outcome only. Uh, but basically, there's a good ending and a bad ending, and apparently a secret ending. Um, and your character uh, lives or dies at the end, uh, depending on what you chose. And again, that's not a spoiler, because, like, it depends on what outcome you get. Uh, I don't know what the secret ending is, if there's if there's some sort of middle ground somehow. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to talk about that in a second, but I want to score Metro Exodus. Um, in the first like four or five hours, I was like, this game's terrible, I don't think I'm going to finish it. I'm, I'm really struggling, and obviously it was that feeling of like, okay, it's been a few years since you played a Metro game, you've got to get back into the groove of the mechanics and all that kind of stuff, and get used to the new stuff and all that. Um, 
And I was like, I'm going to give this game like a 6.5 or a 7. But then as I was going through and kind of getting more used to the gameplay and things start to really pick up. I was like, okay, this is this is touching on like 8 or 9 kind of territory. So I think I'm going to give Metro Exodus a 9.5 out of 10. I'm going to take a bit of that the slice off and not give it a 10 because of the, the ugliness and the, the feeling of getting lost and the dark stuff and not the dark story stuff but the darkly lit areas and everything um, and where sometimes it's like sure you need to run to go somewhere but like okay it's not quite clear where I need to go so that's where I'm going to slice a bit of the score off um, but uh, it's just that feeling of being rewarded of like okay I've hit my next cutscene I've been rewarded or that feeling of like okay I actually killed this beast or whatever um, I found that very very rewarding so um, yeah that's why I'm going to give it such a high score and plus I just really enjoyed my time with it I thought it was a great video game um, and uh, yes aside from the jankiness and all that everything else that I really enjoyed kind of beats all that stuff so it, it kind of just pushes that stuff out of the way so yeah i'm gonna give it a 9.5 out of 10 and um i mean we're only in february but this is giving it a 9.5 means it's kind of a game of the year contender um i mean here at entertainment talk we don't need to uh nothing needs to get specifically a nine to be in the game of the, the year list and it depends on what we decide to choose anyway um and uh, and that kind of stuff but uh yeah i'm gonna give it a 9.5 and it's 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 got a reserved spot at the moment on the top 10 we'll see what else comes out this year obviously we don't even know what's coming out like holiday season uh th this year and stuff we know there's games like last of us and cyberpunk and that kind of stuff but we don't even know if those games are going to be out this year so we'll see what else comes out but uh this is going to be one of those kind of q1 games where it's like okay do you remember that this came out at the start of the year so um yeah, we'll we'll just have to remember that it came out as well. So uh, we'll see where things go from there. Um, but yeah, I thought the basically in terms of the plot stuff, I thought that the storyline with Anna was really really well done. I thought she was an excellent character, and the way in this game that they managed to build a relationship off of a off of a character that doesn't speak, being Artyom, um, but him actually showing these little. It, it, there being these little bits of affection between him and uh, Anya or Anna, um, of like when you're when you're sitting on the bed with her and you can and you can trigger the uh, the hand motion thing and you like put your hand on her shoulder. Those kind of little moments are actually really really quite effective. And for a character that you don't even see the face of, because we're not even talking like Master Chief levels of thing of stuff here, where like uh, you know you just see his his face and that sort of stuff. Um, and you, you, he doesn't take his mask off. For not even be able to see like Artyan's body or his face or his voice or anything. And the amount of emotion that they got out of like even moments with Artyom on his own. Let alone the moments with the relationship with Anya. I thought was actually really quite surprisingly effective. So um, I, I'll give him a lot of praise for, for being able to do that. And granted Anya does carry quite a lot of it from... You know, her speaking and emoting and that kind of stuff. Um, but it's funny as well when Anna and other different characters are like, hey, so you okay with this Artyom? And there'll be like a pause where like a character should say something, but he doesn't. Um, and then like, it'd be like the, the character will say, okay, let's go then, or, or whatever the case may be. Uh, I, I, I thought some of that was a little bit strange, but uh, yeah, they, they, they did an excellent job with this game, so I thought that was really good. And um, yeah, basically the threat of Anya 
dying because of the illness that she has. And uh, I won't spoil whether she lives or dies in that way. Um, but uh, I thought that was really quite effective as well. And then Miller, her dad coming in and uh, you know going on the mission with you at the end and stuff. Uh, I thought was quite surprisingly effective as well. So um, yeah, great, great job all around. I'm, I'm really quite happy with it. Uh, okay, so that's my review of Metro Exodus 9.5. Um, and yeah, that's the end of the, the podcast. So thank you all very much for listening. You can find all the content on entertainmenttalk.org. Uh, if you want to support the podcast and support Entertainment Talk, patreon.com forward slash entertainment talk. That's where you can go and redeem rewards for reviews of your choice. Amazon affiliate link. That's where you can shop on Amazon. We'll get a small cut of what you spend. It won't cost you anything extra. iTunes feeds. Uh, that's where you can go rate, review, and subscribe to the feeds that we have. Um, we did... Uh, put out the uh, 24 feed out there yesterday I, I tweeted and uh, put on Facebook the, the link to that and that's also in the iTunes feeds thing obviously in the near future there isn't a 24 series but it was the last kind of remaining podcast that we had left that um, that hadn't been submitted to iTunes basically and wasn't on iTunes as an individual feed um, so basically we got 24 Legacy in there and the um the podcast that me and David did after Legacy had been cancelled and when we were discussing the kind of future of the show and I also put the uh, 24 Fox update podcast in there because it's not a 24 Legacy feed it's an overall 24 feed so when they decide to do another show it will probably go um, in that feed as well and that's why we named it like just the 24 feed because it looks like there might be a few different shows uh, in there as well plus if we ever figure out how we want to cover the Jet Power series uh, it can go in there as well because it can all just be labelled under 24 and it's it makes it much much easier so uh, that's out there for you guys to listen to as well uh, what else is there uh, word of mouth please tell your friends, family, people that you know about the website and the iTunes feeds um, share them on Facebook, retweet them on Twitter all that kind of stuff, that's how you can support entertainment talk with those options as well uh, feedback, if you want to, if you have your own questions, uh, concerns comments, thoughts on Metro Exodus or entertainment talk uh, Matthew at entertainmenttalk.org Twitter at, Twitter at etalkuk uh, There's the contact page as well Which you can go to And uh, there's different options to contact us in there um, Video games, last thing If you want to watch me, Robert or David play different video games Me and David have got Twitch streaming channels And Robert's got one on Mixer Thank you all very much for listening And I'll see you probably for uh, Charles Rising That'll probably be the next video game review uh, Thank you all for listening and I'll see you next time Goodbye <laughs>